Thank you for tuning into this podcast. This live presentation of the Word of Yah was presented by Senior Pastor Omar Tebow of Philadelphia Christian Church in South Louisiana. Visit our website, philadelphiacc.org, to learn all about us. Our hope is that this message would leave you changed and made better all because of it. Shalom. Now this morning, we're going to get into some imposters of kindness, all right? Because I'm going to tell you that in your life, you're going to find people who appear to be kind. And they're going to do some things that appear to be kindness. But like everything else, amen, like sometimes you can go, hallelujah, when we was young, mama used to keep a bowl of fruits on the table. Amen. And bought them apples that looked good. <coughs> but if you ever went to bite one of them apples... <laughs> you would figure out that them fruit wasn't real. Anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah, big sister, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mama had them apples on there, boy. They got unbit one of them things once or twice. All right? I'm telling you that some people around you, amen, got fake apples. It's false fruit. And if you're not careful, amen, what you think you see is kindness, what you think you see is, as a kind person, is not kindness at all. It's not kindness at all. And I trip out, I laugh, because some of the people that, that, that y'all think is the best people, all right, are actually imposters of kindness. Imposters of kindness. Amen. Wolves in sheep's clothing, all right? And so, so, so I would be remiss not to talk about kindness and give you the discernment, huh? The discernment, the looking out into the field to see what don't match up. Amen. Because there are some imposters of kindness. Amen. You see, biblical kindness is all about the motivation. It's not about what you do. It's about why you do it. And in the Christian life, that's the way God judges us. See, a lot of us want to do good works, do good works, and we think that somehow just us doing the work that is going to be all right with God. But remember when those met with Jesus in the end time, they said, Lord, did we not prophesy in thy name? Did we not cast out devils in thy name? Did we not do many wonderful, marvelous, good works in thy name? And Jesus says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. He said, I never knew you, you see? See, these brothers was doing good works. These sisters were doing good things. But it's all about the why in which you do it. It's all about the motivation. God sees through the work and sees the heart that manifests the work. Woo! Woo! Are you hearing me up in him? So when we talk about being kind, understand that from the very beginning that kindness is a disposition of the heart. You got to get your heart kind before you begin to do kind works. Anybody hear me up in him? Somebody say, God, give me a kind heart. Because that's where most of our problem is. Our hearts have been harmed or hurt in some kind of way. And we're going to get to it hopefully before the morning is over because we're going to talk about some hindrances and some impediments to kindness because sometimes growing up in life, our hearts can be damaged. 
and damaged in such a way that it does not produce the products and the effects that the original creator who created your heart purposed for it to produce. You were purposed to produce love and kindness, but sometimes we get damaged along the way. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Mamas damage us, daddies damage us, uncles damage us. Anybody hear me up in here? And we'll get to it. But sometimes, y'all, because of hurt hearts, hey, God, we can't do the kindness that God wants us to do. So we walk around, hey, God, improvising. We walk around, hey, God, being an imposter. We walk around, amen, doing what we see in other people do. Thinking that that's going, we mimicking other people. We did it because we see it, not because we feel it. Are you with me his, in him? The kindness has to be real. All right? And when you, when you are grown in discernment, you can look at a kind act and be like, that's not real. That's not real. You, your motivation. You see, your motivation. Somebody say, God... Help me, Help me to get my motivation right. Come on, give y'all some glory, amen? All right? Now, it's not in my notes, but I just want you to know, we be kind to people primarily because God has been kind to us. <laughs> Anybody hear me up in here? All right? And we want to mimic our Father, all right? We want to mimic him. If we are children of God, we should look like our father. So that's our initial purpose for being kind. We want to look like God. We want to act like God. And since God has been so kind to us, we cannot help but reflect that. You understand what I'm saying? You are a mirror for Jesus. That's all you are. You are a mirror for Jesus. And when the world see you, they should see Yahshua. You see what I'm saying? So that's our first motivation. I am kind because God has been kind to me. And if I act in any other kind of way, I will be acting like the unforgiving servant who's his Lord forgave him all that debt, was kind to him, and then he went out and he was unkind to others. That's just not right. Secondly, my second motivation for being kind is this, all right? When I'm kind to especially the people of God, I give them a smile, I have a good attitude with them, I'm not losing my patience with them, even though the people of God know how to rub you the wrong way. Can I get an amen and a hallelujah? All right? Oh, yeah, the people of God are going to be the one that's going to test you. All right? Hallelujah. But whatever trial come a triumph, Whatever cross come a crown. Anybody hear me up in him? Whatever test come a blessing. All right? And so let them test you because if you pass the test, God's going to bless you for being kind even in the face of adversity. I'm trying to preach up in him. Remember we studied, hallelujah, the virtuous woman and how kind she was. The Bible told us the law of kindness was on her lips. It was in her mouth. No matter what they did her, she was always kind. And we wonder why that woman of God was blessed. Woman of God, you will be blessed as you are kind to people. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. 
Yes, that's what Proverbs told us last time. If you, if you love a God, righteousness and kindness, said that mercy, a God, you're going to find life. A God, you're going to find a God. He began to enumerate the things righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God blesses us when we show people kindness. Come on, give God some glory. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so our motivation, so we, we kind because God's kind to us and we're trying to mimic him. But also this, when you're kind to the people of God, remember this, all right? Jesus says, whatsoever you've done to the least of them, my brethren, you have done it unto me. One of the theologians says it like this, the greatest thing that you can do for God is to be kind to one of his children. Ooh. How you feel when people treat your children good? How you feel? Especially when you're not there, you can't make it. Hey, God, somebody bought them lunch. Somebody looked out for them. Somebody picked them up when they was in danger. Had a, a tire went out, out on the highway. They passed. They don't even know your children good, but they know you. And because you brother called child, I will be kind to you. Hey, God. And that's the other reason. Because we got some children of God in here still being worked on. Still under construction. And they might get on our nerves, but we don't be kind to them because of them. We be kind because we know their father. Anybody hear me up in here? <laughs> Hallelujah. So those are the motivations, some of them, because God's kind to us, because we want to look like our father, because we want to treat our father's children well. You know what I'm saying? That's our sincere motivation for being kind to one another. And that helps you. It helps you to be kind because if, if your kindness is rooted in God, it'll never change. You understand what I'm saying? It'll never change. If your kindness is rooted in the way people treat you, and we're going to get into that, it's always going to fluctuate. If your kindness is rooted in man, hey God, you're going to find yourself being an unkind person. Because most of the time, man does not deserve kindness. Woo! My God! But if your kindness is rooted in God, you can wake up every morning and be kind to the people that God put around you. Come on, give God some glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Not in my notes, but I wanted to talk about the tr true and sincere motivations for kindness. And you will shock people. People will shake their head. They're going to ask you, why are you doing what you're doing? And you, could, and, and you could tell them, because God was kind to me. Come on, give y'all some glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's talk about the imposters of kindness before my time wanes too much. Hallelujah. Uh, an imposter of kindness is kindness that's based on treatment. Kindness that's based on treatment. All right? And we kind of gave you a little, hey, God, preview of that just now. Amen. If you are kind to people only because they are kind to you. When you are kind to people, only because they are kind to you. That's kindness based on treatment, and that's an imposter of kindness. It's not real. It's not real. You only smile at them when they smile at you first. That's an imposter of kindness. It's not real. You see? God didn't smile at us when we smiled at him. 
while we were yet in our sins, he loved us and demonstrated his compassion. <clears throat> but we raised to only be nice to people that's nice to us. We only, we wait, some of us wait before we smile. We practice looking hard. We mean mug the whole way. <laughs> then after they smile, then we, that's fake kindness. Watch out for that. That's not kindness that's rooted in God. Hey, God, hey, God. We wave at people only when they wave at us first. And we learn that coming up. Don't wave at them. You ain't, they, you, you ain't, you know, you, you better than them. So we walk around proud. And we, we walk, out. now, this get me. When you know you see me and you act like you don't see me. We in a room the size of the cell phone booth. Uh, of the sound booth and you up in there acting like you don't see me and then after I tell you hi oh pastor I didn't see you there we the only two in the room <laughs> not that I'm in the room with, with ladies by myself but I'm just saying as an example you know what I'm saying you know so, 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 so when we smile, only after they smile. When we wave, only after they wave. And so some of us this morning, we walk in the doors and we see people that we dislike. And if they don't wave at us, guess what? We ain't waving at them. And so we walking up in here with our proud self, acting like we don't see nobody. Let me tell you a little news flash. That's unkind. That's unkind. That's unkind. Kindness is when you walk in and you tell everybody how. Those saying is, hey, it's for horses. Anybody hear me up in here? I'm not going to act like I don't see you. Hey, God, I'm going to wave at you. I'm going to shake your hand. Even though you act like you don't see me. I done had that happen before. People mad at me for whatever reason. I walk in the place or whatever, and I'm telling them hi. Because sometimes you can tell them hi first, and they turn their head. Try to make you feel played. Don't ever feel played by being godly. Amen. Anybody hear me up in here? Yeah. 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 So you tell them hi, and if they act like they don't see, you know you see me. You have an attention to detail. I saw your spiritual gifts test. You notice everything. But somehow we walk in this building and you ain't never noticed me standing in front of your table doing this. No, you saw me. You just being rude and in the flesh. But guess what? I'm still going to wave at you. Hey, how you doing? And if you still don't wave, I'm going to get closer. Hey, I'm going to go in for a hug. Anybody hear me up in here? Yeah, because I'm going to be kind to you because my reward is in heaven. Anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah. So we be kind not based on the way people treat us, y'all. It's a sincere kindness. It's a godly kindness. But we raise a different way. We only smile when they smile at us. We only wave when they wave at us. And we only be nice to people and have a good attitude with people when they have a good attitude with us. That's the way the Hebrews have been raised. We've been raised in a very proud way. But we don't want to humble ourselves and be nice first. So we come in a room with people we don't know and we put on this mean face, this mean look, and we will not surrender 
our position of meanness until somebody be nice to us, until they offer us kindness first, until they say, you take the high seat, then we be nice. That is proud, that is selfish, and that is fleshly. You see, when we walk in a room, amen, your kindness should light up the room. Whether you know somebody or not, whether they're being kind to you or not, you walk in with the impression, I'm going to love and be kind to everybody. But I want to tell you, some of the reason we don't be kind is because hurt people hurt people. All right? Our hearts are damaged, huh? And we've been damaged so much, friends and betrayals and whatnot. And so we put up this facade, this defense mechanism, huh? We don't be kind to people because we don't want to be hurt again. And I'm telling you right now, that that damage comes from the devil. Anybody hear me up in him? Because God knows how sweet of a person he made you. He knows that kindness is probably one of your giftings in the Lord. He probably knows that you play like one of the meanest persons, but in the reality, you're one of the kindest people that walks upon the face of the earth. Ain't too many people kind like you, but you put up that facade, amen, because you don't want to be hurt again. Huh? But the devil is a liar. You got to let God repair that heart. And if anybody hurts you, listen, you're not being kind for them. You're being kind to them because somebody was kind to you. Anybody hear me up in here? You got to get a correct perspective on kindness. It only hurt that bad when your kindness was rooted in them. And so when they do you bad, you look at them and you say, but I was so good to you. Huh? But you're hurt bad because you was good to them for them. If you're good to them for God, it don't matter what they do, what they say, what they've done. I must still be kind. I must still be loving. The next person I meet, I'm going to hug. I'm going to bless. Why? Because God has been good to me. Come on, somebody. It's got to be rooted in God. I'm telling you, some of y'all that's stuck, it got an unkindness. There's a sweetness on the inside of you. There's a sweetness on the inside of you, a kindness that the world needs, that the church needs. The devil has hindered it, but we release it this morning in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach. Come on, give y'all some glory up in this place. Yes, yes, yes. Imposters of kindness. Yes. Some of us only speak nice words and kind words when people speak kind words to us first, you know? And Jesus talked about this in the gospel, in the synoptic gospels, Matthew chapter 5. He talks about it in Luke 2, but we'll go to Matthew. And, and Jesus talks about it. He says, for if you love them which love you, what reward have ye? Now stop with that word reward. Once again, God rewards us for kindness. That word reward in the Greek, hey, God, when you break it down, it means rewards which God bestows upon us for our good deeds. Whenever we do good, God pays us for it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me up here. <laughs> and when does he pay us, Pastor? He pays us now and later. He blesses us now and later. Pastor, why should I be kind? Because God rewards kindness. Come on, give God some glory up in him. 
That's why he tells us, he says, listen, if you love and, and remember kindness is an intricate part of love, the second part of the definition exact, love is long-suffering, but it's also kind. So if you are kind to them, which are kind to you, what reward have ye? What reward? God is not blessing that. It's not even legitimate kindness. He says, do not even the publicans do the same? Now let's stop right there. What are the publicans, pastor? It sounds like Democrats and Republicans. I know, I know, but that's not what it means. The publicans were the tax collectors. They were the tax collectors in the days of Yahshua HaMashiach. And in those days, they were the worst class of people to ever be in. Our people hated the tax collectors. And the reason is, is because they were harsh, they were greedy, they extorted the people. They would come in, and if you owed $5 taxes, they would say, you owe 10, they would pocket five and then turn in the rest. So a lot of people was losing their homes, their livelihood, because of the greed of these tax collectors. And that's why when Zacchaeus got saved, it was a big time thing. Zacchaeus climbed the tree to see Jesus. And Jesus said, I'm going to your house. And they was talking about Jesus for being at a publican's house, a tax collector, because they were the worst kind of people. You see what I'm saying? But when Zacchaeus got converted, he said, listen, he said, half my goods I give away. And if I find anybody got a claim that I took any of their money, I'm going to give them double for their trouble. Come on, give y'all some glory, amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. So the tax collectors were the worst kind of people. I don't know about you, but in our society, we got different pockets and subcultures that are the worst kind of people. You know, whatever that means to you, whether they devil worshipers, whether they whatever, ooh, Lord, they're the worst kind of people, all right? But Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he's telling them, he's saying, you just, he said, if you're kind to people, that's kind to you, he said, you ain't getting no reward. What reward is that? Even the publicans, even the devil worshipers, even the drug dealers, even the gangbangers, even the, 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 the harlots in the street be kind and loving to people that love them. You're doing nothing greater. And as a Christian, we call to a greater life, a greater work. We call to be separate. We call to be different. Listen, if you're not going to act any better than the harlot on the street, if you're not going to act any better than the devil worshiper, if you're not going to act any better than the drug dealer, the gangbanger, then why even call yourself a Christian? Anybody hear me up in here? All right? And, and I know Jesus didn't say it like that, but that's the compunction that he had on his words for that day. He said, for even the publicans do the same. And church, listen. That's a lot of the reason why the, why the people outside got a problem with y'all in here yet. I'm not going to say y'all with us in here yet. You see? Because we operating in the same kindness that they operating in. Yeah. There's no difference. There's no difference. You know? You buy a homeless man something on the street, he going to be kind to you after you do him that because you did him something good. But the real test, if you could be kind to people that's not doing you no good. Woo! Y'all all right out there? Come on now, I can't see you. I took off my glasses. How y'all doing? All right, all right. Listen to me, man. He says, if you salute your brethren only. What that is, salute? Hi. 
if you salute your brother, only people you know. What do you more what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans do the same? Be ye therefore perfect. Do better, church. Even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. Come on, give y'all some glory. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. An imposter of kindness is that it is motivated, hallelujah, by the kindness of others. Amen. It's kindness, hey God, that is based, hallelujah, on treatment. Let me give you another one. Kindness based on self-gain is an imposter. Is an imposter. When people kind to you because they want to get something out of you. Ooh, thank you, Brother Carl. Appreciate that. Because you see, if you're not wise and discerning, you're going to have people around you being good to you only because they want something from you. All right? And then you're going to have people being good to you that don't want anything from you. That's just being good to you because God's been good to them. Anybody hear me up in here? But my question is, do you have the discernment to see when somebody being kind for selfish reasons are they being kind just to be kind? Listen, most people can't tell. It's that apple that's on my mama table. You understand what I'm saying? I bit into that. Yeah. And it wasn't brand new from the store. She got that from the garage sale. I'm telling y'all. That's Cassandra. What's up, Cassandra? Monique? Listen, I didn't know where that apple came from. I bit that. What's up, Agnes? They didn't want to leave you out. Listen, what I'm saying is, listen, y'all biting in the false fruit, fake fruit. People being kind to y'all to get something out of y'all. And that's not legitimate kindness in the Lord. Can you tell the difference? Oh, Gray, I know you can. You see what I'm saying? It's a kindness based upon selfishness. Break it down, Pastor. What kind of things they want from me? All right, I'm glad y'all asked. All right? This is for the ladies. Ladies, where you at? Hallelujah. All right, there we go, there we go. Ladies, men gonna be kind to you because they want something from you. Hey! Pastor, this is church. Don't go in like that. No, we got to talk about it. Because people are kind to you for pleasure. They're kind for pleasure. Yes, yes. And I'm talking about to, to our ladies, but men, they got some ladies that's going to be kind to you for pleasure too. All right? Pleasure. Pastor, how can I know they're just kind to me for pleasure? Because after they get what they want, they're gone. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, they're winding you, dying you for that. But can, do you have the discernment to see that? You see? Because that's how some of them Negroes act. And it's a travesty because it leave our strong black women alone, single, to raise families, eh, God? Got our boys, amen, not having what they need because our Negroes don't know how to act. They moving around showing kindness for selfish reasons. That's what they're doing. And look, they only kind until they get it. Oh, yeah. And after that, they ain't answering no phone. Well, we used to go out to eat. Go out to eat. Okay. 
Anybody hear me up in here? All right? For our single women, huh? Huh? Single women? Don't give them nothing. Let's see how long they're going to be kind. Anybody hear me up here? Don't give them nothing. Don't give them nothing. Don't, let's see how long they're going to be kind. And then you're going you're gonna to figure out what you really have. When you say no pleasure, you're going to discern whether he really loved you or not, whether he really be kind to you or not. All right? For him that have ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the secret to being married. Oh, yeah. You, you turn the water off. You turn the water off. All right? Oh, keep it moving, Pastor. Keep it moving. All right. I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. People be kind for pleasure. People also kind for profit. Yeah, it's not just pleasure, but they want that money. All right? And if you making any kind of money, people are going to be kind to you for it. All right? And everybody in here got a little bit of money. Some more than others. All right? But people, people come to you, and they kind to you, but they trying to get something out of you. They kind for money. They kind for raises. They kind for bonuses. They kind for deals. They kind for material things. Huh? And all you got to do to see if that's what it's really about, wait till your money gone. And they're not going to be kind no more. Oh, it's quiet up in here. It's quiet up in here. Yeah. Well, I talked about the men being kind for pleasure. Some of our ladies kind for the bling. If you can't buy them nothing, if you can't do nothing for them, baby, where you at, baby? Where you at? Where you at, baby? I got bills. Where you at, baby? <laughs> where you at? <laughs> and I understand that. I understand that. All right? But we got to be kind for God and not for things. Come on, give y'all some glory. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quickly, other people are kind for praise. Amen. They do it for other people to see it. Yeah, that's a dangerous thing. And it's very hard to see. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They do it for other people to see it. Amen. And true kindness, amen, is done in the dark. Amen. True kindness is done in the dark. Amen. Where nobody knows. Amen. And really and truly, amen, uh, all the ministers and the deacons know that that's how this ministry started. I did a lot of things for people that, that was in the dark, that people didn't know. Amen. And I've only had to expose those things, amen, when, 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 when those, when, anyway, hallelujah, anyway. Hallelujah. When, when they began to question my love, that's the only reason I did that. I defended the ministry. And that's why I did that. And I did like Paul did when he said, hey, God, I, I'm boasting for the sake of the gospel. That's the only reason. Because everybody know my heart when I pay bills and when I buy vehicles, when I do whatever that I do, amen, normally I don't say nothing. Normally I don't say nothing. Because true kindness is done in the dark. Come on, give y'all some glory, amen. Hallelujah. But to, to defend this ministry and the gospel, I'm going to do what I got to do. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what Paul did. Check your Bible in Corinthians. Check your Bible. You know? 
Some people are doubting my, my realness. So I had to show you better than I could tell you. Woo, Lynn, you know what I'm talking about, Lynn? They don't know me like y'all know me. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody say kindness. kindness. All right? So some people do it for pleasure. Some people do it for profit. Some people do it for praise. Some people do it for position. They want to get up in a position. You know what I'm saying? On a job, in a church. And as soon as you give them the position, things change. You see what I'm saying? Uh, 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 some people do it, amen, hallelujah, for promotion and whatnot. And so all of these things are not representative of true kindness because true kindness is not about self. It's not about pleasure. It's not about profit. It's not about praise. It's not about promotion or position or pride. It's about God. And we be kind to others because God has been kind to us, you know. I have in my notes, true kindness is really what we would call in the law indiscriminate, all right? We understand what discrimination means. is when they give something to one group of people and they don't give it to another. That's discrimination. We are discriminatory with our kindness. We give it to some and we withhold it from others. Kindness is indiscriminate. It's for everybody. And that's why God says in his word, he says he's kind to the unthankful and the evil, the just and the unjust. He's kind to everybody, y'all. When that sunrise is shining on everybody, when that rainfall is raining on everybody, when he's providing, he's providing for everybody. And I don't know about you, but I've had some times in my life where he shouldn't have provided for me, where he shouldn't have rained on me, when he shouldn't have let his sun shine on me, but he was kind to me when I didn't deserve it. And that's why I try my best to be kind to others. True kindness is, is indiscriminate. So, so when we are kind, we kind to the rich, huh? But we also kind to the poor. Hey, God, there was a little test that somebody did. Dude pull up in a Ferrari to McDonald's, huh? And ask for something free. Can I get it? And they were giving him free stuff. Now, he in a Ferrari. He got money to buy McDonald's. And they give them free stuff. And this can be scientifically proven. People with money get more free stuff than poor people. All right? The same uh, a film showed somebody that was hungry and poor walk up there and ask for something free. You better get out of here. I call the police on you right now. So sometimes we kind to people based upon their IRS tax forms and their W-2s and how much money they're bringing in. Philly, let that not be named among us. Whoever come in this house, we be kind to them, whether, whether they got gators on or pro wings or, or pay less shoes. It don't matter, y'all. All right? Our kindness is indiscriminate. Some people are kind to the powerful and not the weak. Huh? If you, if you a boss and you making moves, they're going to be nice to you. But if somebody testimony is still being made, if somebody's still on the way up, you be kind to the, to the CEO, but this person who, who, who's a Joseph working their way up, you mean to them when they're down here. Try to be kind to everybody because you never know who's going to be your boss tomorrow. <laughs> My God, that's why you be kind to everybody because situations change. 
Joseph's brothers was unkind to him, but he wound up being over them when it was all said and done. All right? All right? Y'all not done with me yet, huh? All right, come on, give me just a few more minutes. We kind to the educated and the uneducated. Because some of us only kind if people can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You understand what I'm saying? If they're using big words, we kind to them. Oh, they have a degree. A degree? What is that? What is that? What is that in glory? What is that in heaven? If God going God to say, okay, you was, you was very kind to the PhDs, we're going to give you this crown in heaven. No, man. No. No. You be kind to the, to the professor who writing books and the street man who can't read a book. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's an indiscriminate kindness. It's, it's a kindness. And we got people that when people in low circumstances, they unkind to them. You know? It was, it was the biggest uh, 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 rave in young folk. They, they run in the streets beating up on homeless people. Showing video of knocking them out and stuff like that. That's unkindness and that's, that's, that, that's prejudice and it's discrimination on a whole nother level. God watch the way we treat people, y'all. He's watching. Come on, give y'all some glory up in here. Just a few more, then we're going to stop. We kind to the famous and the infamous, the known and the unknown, huh? The football player and the nerd. We, we, we kind to, to everybody. We kind to the young and the old. Men, women, children. White, black, Asian, Latino, every color that God done made, we are kind to, we are loving to. Yes, we're the Hebrews. Yes, we're the people of the book, but don't be unkind with that information. Ooh, I'm almost done. Y'all giving up on me. I'm almost done. Hallelujah. You see, when we really get saved, the Holy Spirit enters into our heart and he produces the fruit of kindness. And we have, we know that we should be being kind. We know that. And some of y'all, y'all leave church and y'all kind for a day. Tell them Negroes work on y'all nose. All right? But, but just don't be kind on Sundays. Just don't be kind after church. Wake up Monday and say, God, give me that kindness back you gave me at church. Help me be kind to my children and, and my spouse. Yeah, it's, it's an everyday thing that we strive for a kindness. And, and when we're not kind, you'll feel a, a conviction in your heart. You feel it, because I felt it. You know, some days you're just aggravated, you know? And we'll talk about that next week since our time is raining, because we'll talk about the hindrances, and then we'll probably move on to another fruit. But sometimes you're aggravated, you're tired, you're hungry, you know? Somebody say, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, don't mess with me when I'm hungry. <laughs> you know? And sometimes you could, you could blow up. Our children make us laugh, man. They tell us, man, when we fast, me, 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 me and Verlaine, they say, when you and mama are fasting, we ain't asking y'all for nothing. <laughs> asking y'all for nothing. Because when we fast and when you're hungry, 
You ain't 19 days. You understand what I'm saying? Baby, I ain't got no time for that. My nerves bad, my nerves bad, my nerves bad. I got no time for that. I'm weak. I done told you once already. Woo! <laughs> but when they told us that we had to check ourselves, and that's good. You, sometimes you got to check yourself. And sometimes your children can speak into your life, especially as they get older, to, to, to check yourself. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and those things, I, mean, I don't know where I'm at, where I'm going, but those things, you know, can impede our kindness. But when we unkind, the true believer going to feel a little something on the inside. Someone inside going to tell us, you know, you really could have handled that better. You know what I'm saying? You know, you probably shouldn't have told them off like you told them off. You know, you probably should keep your hands to yourself. You know, <laughs> you, know you probably should let her hat go, you know. I'm going to stop right there. But the Holy Ghost will tell us. And where does that come from? Look at Ephesians 4.30. We, we're winding down. Ephesians tell us. He says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit. Because when a believer is unkind, we, what we feel is a grieving of the Spirit of God that's on the inside of us. God gives us a signal to tell us that's not the way I want you to handle that. That's not, that's not how I want you to handle it. I, that's not the face that I want you to wear around town. That's not the attitude that I created you to operate in. That's not the way I want you to wait for others to be kind to you. I want you to be bigger than them. I live on the inside of you. You see what I'm saying? I live on the inside. I am God, and I live on the inside of you. These people don't even know me, and you're waiting for them to be kind to you? They don't even know me. And so we get grieved. The Bible says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed, because he, he lives on the inside of us. He seals us until the day of redemption. Huh? How do we grieve him with these, with these things? Let all bitterness, wrath, that's losing our temper, anger, clamor, that's harsh words, evil speaking, huh? some people say that's slander, be put away from you, with all malice. We grieve him, y'all, by rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. You know? That's unkindness. That's unkindness. That's unkindness. Two more scriptures, and then we're done. Yeah, y'all gonna get out early today. James in 3, the epistle of James, James couldn't understand it. James was like, what's going on with my people? <laughs> He said, they say they say they say they know God, but, and then they come to church and they sing. You are good, hallelujah. They sing it. And they not only sing in Philadelphia, they do the dance because the dance ministry is strong, so they, you are good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You may think that I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. You know what I'm saying? They up in there dancing. All right, all right, now y'all get the point. So, at Philly, we just don't sing. We worship. We worship. We worship in song. We dance and we... I'm surrounded by you. Yeah. Amen. 
Okay, y'all still up. Okay, I just want to make sure y'all up. Have they up, have? Deacon, have they up? So, so, so listen. So listen. God see us do all of that. With our mouth, we up in here, and our body, we bless God. But then we leave here. Then we leave here, y'all. And so James wanted to talk about that with us in his epistle. James says, but the tongue, my God, that's where it's at, the tongue. Can no man tame, it is unruly evil, full of deadly poison. He said, look, at the, look what the church do in verse 9. Therewith we bless God, even the Father. You are good. Look, therewith we bless God. And with that same tongue, therewith we curse men. James says, some may right. Some may right. Some may right. Therewith we curse, therewith, we, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. They made in his image. And so there's a, there's a certain feeling from the text that when we curse in each other, we curse in the thing that's made in God's image. When we, God like, I made that. And that looks like me. Hear what he says. He says, out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Now, when it get quiet in here like that, the Holy Ghost is working. When it get quiet like that, the Holy Ghost is working. Because we're talking about kindness, but, but in the church, we know we're supposed to be kind. In the church, we're we, we blessing God, hey God. But when we leave out of here, it's a different story. And James is trying to get real with us. This Christianity is not just on paper. It's not just a, a theology. It's not just a, a movie. It, 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 it's got to come out in your life. It's got to change you. You see what I'm saying? Listen, listen. My brethren, these things ought not so be. Then he gives us an illustration, an analogy. In 11, does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Ooh, James going off. James going off. James is talking about a natural spring that come out the ground. The springs are usually one or the other. You're either going to get fresh water out of it or you're going to get better, bitter water out of it. And it's never both. You're not going to the spring wondering what I'm going to get today. With your bucket, your whole family thirsty. You're not wondering what I'm going to get today. Some of y'all, people coming to y'all saying, what I'm going to get today? Am I going to get praise the Lord, everybody? Or am I going to get you? I didn't get an amen on that. Boy, tell y'all what. It may look like I'm so right. We're almost done. We're almost done. Listen, I'm not trying to condemn you. No. 
I love you. And we all on a journey. But as you're on your journey, my job is to call you up. To make you do better. If you came to church and I never called you up to do better, I would not be doing my job. My job is every time you come, you get a little more information about what God wants out of you. So, hallelujah. So after years of being here, you're going to have a lot of downloadable data. Hey, God, and this word is going to change you. Listen, two years from now, your family going to say, you know you don't talk like you used to? You know you don't blow up on us like you used to? You know, man, listen, you used to be as salty as a catfish in the Gulf of Mexico. You know? But now there's a, there's a kindness about you. That's my job. That's my job in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so James asks this, does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Twelve, can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either the vine figs? I mean, this is the one we go understand. Everybody done seen a fig tree before? Come on, picture the, picture the fig tree that you know. You see, I'm back at my grandma and grandpa house. They had a fig tree in their backyard. I'm back over there. I see it right now. Where the fig tree you see? Huh? Huh? Is it the one in Macomb that they used to cut hat by? Where the fig tree you see? You see what I'm saying? Now, as you look at that fig tree, huh? Would you ever expect apples on that fig tree? Would you ever expect oranges on that fig tree? What do you expect on that fig tree? God is telling you this morning, you his fig tree. When people come by you, they've been finding oranges on you. They've been finding apples. And not the fruit you was created to bear. Ooh! Thank you, Green. Thank you, Green. That's an anomaly in agriculture that's not acceptable. What I planted you for is what you're going to produce. You've been planted for love. You've been planted for joy. You've been planted for peace. <laughs> You've been planted for long suffering. You've been planted for kindness. If we could go back to your days as a young child, let me tell you, that's who you are. That smile you always had. That kind disposition, that, that goodness that you always had before the hurt, before the abuse, before the betrayal, before the backstabbing. When you was a little girl running around your mama yard, when you was a little boy climbing those trees, that's who God sees. And that's who God wants to see again. We got to reverse the curse. We got to undo the hurt. We got to undo the pain. We got to get our smile back, Philadelphia, and be ye kind one to another. Tender heart, forgiving one another, even as Christ had forgiven you. Come on, give y'all some glory in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Worship team, if you could make your way to the platform, amen. I ain't got to the next point, but we're going to get to it when we get to it, amen. Hallelujah. You've been enjoying this word on kindness and the fruit of the Spirit? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to get out of here, amen, and and allow you to enjoy the rest of your week, amen. Be praying for leadership as we meet, amen, to uh, develop a vision for your 2022, amen. And as we get together, amen, to put some things together, hallelujah, to make this church excellent. So y'all be praying for us, amen. 
as we get together. Hallelujah. But, but hallelujah. Ushers, open up the altars. Open up the altars. Hallelujah. <coughs> open up the altars. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning, hallelujah. Altars already being filled. I ain't may know all five. You here this morning. And this word I spoke to you. Make your way down. That little girl is who he sees. That little boy is who he sees. That's who he missed. Before the world did what they did to you. That's who he sees. Before they left you reject you and abandon you. That's who he sees. Before, before they were mean to you and you picked up their ways. Hey, God, that's who he sees. And that's who he wants you to be. Kindness. God don't want a fake kindness out of you. That fakeness got to go. God don't want no imposter kindness of you doing things to get something out of somebody. Nah, 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 nah. This morning we draw the line. We say, God, make us kind. Make us kind for real. For real. For real. When people see us and meet us, whoo, no matter how many people talk about us when they see us and meet us and spend time with us that real will recognize real and they say that's some of the kindest people I've ever met in my life. I speak that upon you now in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach. Kindness is going exude from you. It's going exude from you. And if you are here, hey God, hadn't heard about the gospel of Yahshua HaMashiach. That old rugged cross and you're here and you say, Pastor, I don't even know if I'm saved. I'm new to church and I'm, I'm, I'm pressing, but I don't know if I've even received yet. I, I don't even know if I died right now, if I would go to heaven. If that's you, hallelujah, you can make your way at the altar too. I want to pray with you as we pray as a church. Amen. Because what you need to know is the kindness of God that saves you, that forgives you. God is not waiting for you to do anything. He's already done all you need to get into glory. All you got to do for God is admit that you're a sinner. Believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. And confess him as Lord. Just ask him, God, forgive me, save me. And at that moment, God's going to save you. Not based on what you've done, but based upon his goodness and what he's done. So listen, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. I'm going to get you out of here. We're going to pray. But as we pray, focus on the goodness and the kindness of God with you. Say, God, our Father, thank you for being so good to me I admit I've made mistakes and I'm sorry 
but I believe that you are so good that you sent Jesus and he died for all my sins. He was buried in the grave and on the third day he rose and you say if I believe and if I call upon you that you would forgive me and save me well I'm calling now good God save me forgive me cleanse me give me a new heart and a new start repair my broken heart Woo. fix me on the inside they did me wrong but I release them and I'm asking you to give me a kind heart a loving heart a merciful heart do a work on the inside of me change me for your glory in Jesus name amen 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 come on give y'all some glory hallelujah thank you hallelujah thank you listen you're gonna leave here different you're gonna leave here different today and it's not gonna last just today it's gonna be a kindness that's gonna take you into 2022 into 2023 hey god may the lord bless you may he keep you may he cause his face to shine upon you may he be gracious unto you may he lift up his countenance upon you and bless you bless you with shalom shalom israel oh shalom oh shalom oh shalom shalom israel love each other tell each other hi smile at one another be that person that God always created you to be that kindness of God Shalom Israel Shalom love y'all be blessed be blessed be blessed Shalom